Coming up in this special Universal Land and Sea episode, we're discussing the Hard Rock Hotel at Universal Orlando Resort. From the Bob Varley studio, this is the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 45 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Universal Orlando vacation, whether you're staying on-site, visiting the parks, or adding on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and joined... At the table with me is Rhino Clavin. Hello. Pete Warner, special guest. Hello, everyone. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hey. And back on the controls, as always, producer Dustin West. Not always back here, but a lot of the times. Well, yeah, but it just feels comfortable to say you're always back there. And there you go. Whenever you're not back there, you are back there in spirit. So Thank you. Like Santa in a chimney. Nope. Just deal with it. Uh <laughs> So, yes, this is day two of our special Universal Land and Sea experiences that we uh, we started back in May, and now we are throwing them out there to you. Yesterday, we uh, started with the Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel, and uh, awesome, awesome, awesome place. Uh, if you didn't watch that episode or listen to it and you skipped to this one, go back and check that one out first because it was a great start. And this one is dedicated entirely to to the Hard Rock Hotel, uh, one of the other hotels at Universal Orlando, specifically the second one that was built there. Uh, and of course, the Hard Rock Hotel, you might have heard of that in other places because, well, it's it's a chain. It's not just specifically at Universal Orlando. This isn't the same one. There's all, I mean, in Florida alone, you have the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino all the way out down in Tampa. And then there's the famous one in Las Vegas. And how many other ones are there even in the world? There's a few. There's a handful. There, there's a few. It's important to note that um, unlike the other ones, while this one is managed by Lowe's, basically the employees, the staff are all Lowe's yes. staff. Um, Lowe's licenses the name. Therefore, it does not, it's not referred to as Lowe's Hard Rock yes. Hotel, just the Hard Rock Hotel. Also, a recent change used to be that staying at any one of the Universal Resorts, you would, if you were a Lowe's, a Lowe's First member, you would get your points. And that is still true at Cabana Bay, Royal Pacific, and Portofino. It is not true, however, at the Hard Rock. Hard Rock has their own loyalty program. And when you try and tell them you want your Lowe's points, they try and sign you up for their loyalty program, which I refused in protest because I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but uh, so keep that in mind that, uh, again, there's these <clears throat> this is this is kind of what happens at Universal because they don't own anything. <laughs> They're licensing stuff from 18 different places. Um, so it's kind of this contractual conglomeration uh, of things and we're kind of talking about that in the Portofino show with uh, some of the some of the roadblocks you run into yeah. when you where Universal Orlando stops and Lowe's starts so um, that's one of the things to keep in mind about the Hard Rock absolutely uh, the Hard Rock Hotel is opened in 2001 like I already said it was the second hotel that opened this one's slightly smaller than the Portofino Bay Hotel. That one is a 750-room hotel. Hard Rock is only 650, so 100 rooms less. But uh, it is also considered a deluxe resort at Universal Orlando. And I don't even think we mentioned it on yesterday's episode, but part of staying at a deluxe resort at Universal Orlando means you get free express. And not just express, but unlimited express. So whenever you go into the theme parks... Uh, any ride that has express passes, you can literally just go on it over and over and over again. And 
Express can get to be so expensive in the summer months and any busy time. So during the big popular holidays like Christmas. So having unlimited version of it is just something it's almost hard to put a price point on it. Universal does, but it's really hard uh, to do that. Uh, Also, you get an hour early entry into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So uh, during busier times, you'll actually have access to both uh, Diagon Alley as well as Hogsmeade. And then on uh, slower times right now, they've been actually opting to only do Hogsmeade just because Diagon Alley needs a little bit more time to get rest and relax. So that way it cooperates throughout the day. But these are two critical things that make staying at a deluxe hotel at uh, at Universal Orlando, a, a really important thing. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with Cabana, and you can still make your vacation great with it, but having these deluxe offers is just definitely something that you want to take into consideration when booking a hotel. So, Hard Rock. Uh, it's obviously the theme of it is centered around rock and roll. Uh, and the hotel architecture itself, though, whenever you're coming up from the outside, uh, you're going to know that it looks really familiar if you're into classic rock because the outside looks like the same Spanish mission on the cover, of, or not Spanish mission, the same uh, hotel based off of Hotel California. So that's the original one. And then you'll notice that the entire style as it branches out is that Spanish miss, mission style Missionary. that looks very clayish and has the uh, the tile roofs that velociraptors can fall off of. And <laughs> I don't know what those are actually called, but Excuse me. it's a very specific style. And uh, it, I mean, first off, whenever you walk in, you notice right away that this is a, a very loud resort. Um, it's it's obviously got that music playing all the time, lots of rock everywhere you go. And it, it definitely does have a fun feel to it whenever you walk in, because as much as it looks like that Spanish mission on the outside, once you get inside, it, there's just so much rock and roll paraphernalia spread has, out everywhere. It's very family friendly, in my opinion. It's really energetic. That's a good good way to describe it. Now, I, I could. This is one of those places that if your kids went running through the halls, you know, you might yell at them to stop running for a second. But it's just it, it, it's not out of place there as much. Everyone seems to be really upbeat and vibrant whenever they move, whenever they go into the hotel. Uh, theming. Am I missing anything on that? Really? No, not in terms in terms of the theming. Um, you know. Uh, what occurred to me, because Dustin and I stayed at the Hard Rock for this trip, yeah. and I, hadn't been, I had not been at the Hard Rock in, in a few years, and I do, I like the hotel. I, I do like the hotel. Um, it does have that vibe that says you're really not cool enough to stay here. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're, you know, we're hip rockers, and we're going to welcome you anyway. And that includes the people that work, like, the front desk and stuff. A that, lot of them have, like, tattoos and beards Right, no, it's stuff. definitely, you know, there's definitely that rocker vibe yeah. with everybody who works there. So you will see lots of tattoos. You'll see lots of piercings, many, many colors of hair that are not found in nature. Um, but... That being said, I don't want to imply that the staff was anything other than phenomenal. Um, incredibly professional, friendly, welcoming, helpful. Uh, I've got no complaints with any of the staff that we ran into at the hotel. But theming-wise, yeah, it's got some great rock and roll memorabilia, yeah. uh, especially in the lobby. But it's all throughout the hotel. Oh, you'll yeah. find it. Absolutely. But uh, th- there's some you know, great rock and roll memorabilia. And... Uh, it was funny that, you know, me being there with these guys, um, you know, there were things that they just had no point of reference on. And it was just kind of funny, the the, the gap. Well, not so much Craig, because Craig, Craig likes classic rock. I'm an but, old man. Um, you know, talk about certain songs or certain artists that maybe weren't as popular. You know, you talk about Elton John and the Rolling Stones. Everybody knows them. You start getting into some of the lesser known acts from the 70s and the 60s and you oh. kind of get that qua look we were well, um, we were in the lobby and there was a there was a dad with his son looking at like i think they had the that main wall there it has like elton john stuff billy joel stuff i think maybe queen or, or led zeppelin or something yeah yeah and the the kid who was probably like 13 or 14 had no clue who, who any, any of those people were, were. 
Um, and that really is a sign of the, uh, the decay of society. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but also that I'm getting old. Uh, but oh, no, it's, it's society. And it's, it's all a, society's fault. It's, uh, it's elegant rock and roll. Um, yeah. It's definitely an elegant property uh, in terms of its, its amenities, its layout, the, you know, especially in the lobby, you find that law. Lo- I find that lobby to be really inviting and intimate oh, yeah. and at the same time, very elegant. Um, well, they've tried to capture the rock and roll lifestyle, which is all, it's very luxurious and yeah. Yeah. But it's it's also With, got a flash to it minus my, right. minus the drugs and the overdose. Yeah. I was just going to say the shattered and bottles and I mean, empty needles. <laughs> I just I love everything about Hard Rock. Once you step into it, especially with the lobby, it starts off right away. One of the coolest things is it actually has that clock right on the floor. So if you're walking in the main lobby, you always know what time it is because it's projected right there on the floor. Or you could just look at your phone. I, that's really <laughs> difficult. I don't know I don't know that I you know that's a that's a that's a make or break for me when it comes to uh, hotel lobbies. Yeah, I think it's a cool little addition. See, Craig, that okay. I thought it was lame. I thought it was lame. I didn't need, I'm not even neutral about it. I thought it was silly. Their that thing that's is in there. rocking around the clock at the hard rock. Yeah. Okay, and at some point in time, I will throw up a little in my mouth. Um, <laughs> with some of this, you know, you know, theming aside, you know, it's a hotel, and there are certain standards it has to meet, and it it doesn't always. It does, in my opinion, in uh, based on this trip, didn't necessarily hit all those hit all those yeah. points. Um, because at the end of the day, when I get into my room, I need to be comfortable. Yeah. And even though these rooms were redone in February. Um, they were done on the cheap. Okay. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, you you do step in the lobby. Uh, as Pete already described, all the staff and everyone around the check-in area, uh, very friendly, very welcoming there. We Another easy experience like we had the entire time. Uh, and then the, ho- the lobby is really the hub of the entire resort area. But it's not that much of a difficult resort to really get around in my opinion uh because right off the lobby you'll find the palm you'll find the velvet lounge you'll find uh the shopping and then you just go downstairs and you run into emac and bolio's a quick service with ice cream and the kitchen's right there as well too and literally from the lobby you're looking out into the courtyard where the main pool is and Besides going off into the wings, getting to your room, it would be extremely difficult to get lost in this hotel, in my opinion, at least. So it's very manageable to find your way around. And uh, also the big benefit is it's literally right beside uh, Universal Studios Florida. And you have the quickest and fastest, easiest way to get into there. So you can uh, never give it enough points for that Uh very good after a long day in the parks being able to just come back and shoot in right yeah. there without a worry and it's it's almost like as to compare it to uh disney world being at the contemporary just having that quick zip across and you're right there uh you can once again you can never put a price on how close that actually is but let's actually uh let's jump into the rooms um I, I've seen the redone rooms. I've, I never got to see the old rooms anytime I was over there. The the redone rooms, though, it's very like a gray palette. It's a it's a gray and pink. Yeah, there's um, a lot of pink. There's a it, there's there's a real pink influence. And you know, if you'd watch the Portofino show that we did, uh, I talked about uh, the use of creative restraint when when doing it because something Italian. Uh, you know, sometimes when you go Italian, it's easy to go overboard. It's easy to go too far. Uh, that creative restraint is not on display in the rooms at the Hard Rock. Um, there are some cute little little touches. For example, on our full length mirror, there was uh, like a, a size chart that showed you the height of different celebrities, so like Janis Joplin and Bette Midler and Mick Jagger and whoever else. And that's you know, it's kind of kitschy and cute. Uh, but at the end of the day, Kitchen Cute doesn't make a good hotel room. Um, this room had all the charm of a nervous breakdown <laughs> um, in terms of its color palette, in terms of the comfort of the beds. These beds were significantly less quality than what we had at the Portofino, and there was no real reason for it. Uh, the furniture felt cheap. The, furn- the new furniture felt 
you know, again, we were there in May. It had been redone. The, the rehab had finished in February. Yeah. And there was already signs of wear on this furniture, and it was only a few months old. And that's what happens when you go on the cheap. I love IKEA personally. I think IKEA. I don't is think great. they should be de- decorating hotel rooms with it. Though. If it's not IKEA, it's something exactly like IKEA. It, it was. It's definitely not. I think they're going to have a real problem with wear on uh, on the furniture in particular. Hard to say on the carpets. The carpet was in good shape. The carpet was just ugly. Yeah. It was a it was a gray and pink carpet. It was just ugly. Um, and like I said, there were all those pink touches. And I'm not I'm not a guy who likes pink. Uh, it doesn't appeal to me on any level. It doesn't appeal to me in my clothing. It doesn't appeal to me on my furniture. It doesn't appeal in my rug. Yeah. You're not gonna. You're gonna be hard pressed to walk around my house and find anything pink. And uh, I certainly really don't care for it too much in my hotel room either. Um, the uh, again, there was nothing like egregiously wrong with the room. I just didn't care for the style of it. And I thought, and it just, it, it gave me the feeling that this was done on the cheap. Yeah. And it is a sign to me, it's important, I think, for people to understand the Hard Rock is arguably the most popular hotel at Universal. It is the first one to fill up. It is usually the one that has the highest per night rate because it's always operating at a high occupancy. Uh, we talked about that in the last show, too, about how... Univer- or Hard Rock and Royal Pacific are the two that are going to fill up first, and that's one of the reasons why sometimes you'll find lower prices over at Portofino. Uh, that's rarely the case at Hard Rock. Hard Rock availability is often a challenge. Finding a room at all can be a challenge. One of the reasons I haven't stayed there in a long time was because every time I went to look for, for, for rooms, there was nothing available for the dates I could go, and if there was, it was significantly more expensive than staying at Portofino. And I like Portofino more, so why would I spend more money to stay someplace I like less? Um, And so that, for me, at the end of the day, when we're talking about a theme park hotel, how is this room to come back to? And I found myself wishing I was at Portofino. Um, Not that it was egregious or horrible or that I even got bad sleep. Can't say any of that. It just wasn't to my liking. It was not to my liking. And I, I realize that for a lot of people, that theming and that vibe that is carried throughout the hotel and into the rooms, and based on you know that, that scale, how well is the theme carried into the rooms? They do very well. They carry the theme. They just carry it too far, yeah. in my opinion. And the... But it, you know, for a lot of people, that theming... Those touches that kind of overshadows some things that, you know, I would notice and that I would pick up. I think people are more forgiving generally when they really like a hotel. And people really like the Hard Rock. And for good reason. It's a beautiful hotel. It's it's a great place. I I think they went in the wrong direction with the room redesign, though. I I really do. I I don't think it's real appealing. I, f- I felt like it's the it, it would be the perfect room for like a thirteen or four year fourteen year old girl who yeah. was really okay. into rock yeah. and roll for like the first time she just found out who the Ramones were. Yeah, no, uh, I could totally understand that, especially with the pinks and uh, it's very bright color schemes on where they do uh, like there's a record kind of O'Keefe? display hanging yeah. up. It's just it's very bright and eye grabbing. But and then they have like sassy throw pillows that have like um, be yeah, nice, yeah, yeah, be nice or rock star or you know like things. <laughs> yeah, like you I think, hard I, rock. I think you nailed it. A fourteen. This is this is a room suited for a fourteen year old yeah. girl yeah. who just discovered who the Ramones were. I think that <laughs> absolutely sums it up. Yeah. Well, the rooms aren't unnecessarily large, uh, but they're not also small. They actually come in at three hundred seventy-five. Oh, that's feet. that's where I was. So that's from. not that awful. And then the deluxe ones, if you're in a deluxe two queen room that has two queen beds and a pullout sofa, that one goes up to 542 square feet, which is massive. And then the deluxe king is at 429 square feet. And uh, as we talked about with Portofino, they also have a uh, they have a concierge, which there it's their rock royalty club. And 
go all the way up to suites. Same thing. And I, mean, I, I didn't stay concierge this time. I have stayed there. If I remember correctly, I found the lounge to be very small. Yeah. Um, it is not a large lounge. And again, same type of offerings you'll find at uh, Portofino and Royal Pacific with the continental breakfast in the morning, snacks throughout the day, hot and cold hors d'oeuvres in the evening, along with beer, wine, and aperitifs. Yeah. Um, and desserts later on. Um, very standard offerings. But I remember thinking, wow, this lounge is small. Now, they may have redone the lounge. This was a good six years ago. Um, as a matter of fact, the last time I stayed in the concierge, I didn't see her, but Pink was there. Oh, really? Because <laughs> who was the tattoo dude she was married to that did the tattoo shop there? Uh, uh, Hart. Hart, Corey Hart. Yeah. She was married to Corey Hart at the time, and I think he was there doing something. I think they were just opening the oh, tattoo wow. shop. And uh, so that, or whatever that shop is there that has his... Yeah, Harding mm-hmm. Huntington. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a cool story. Um, <laughs> and they were in the presidential suite, and I was just like, oh, can I see her? Can I <laughs> yeah, knock right, on the yeah. door? Hi. Uh, <laughs> um, Group I service. I love her. I love her. And, uh, you know, maybe pink was the inspiration behind the pink in the rooms. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I remember thinking that lounge, you know, was a little on the small yeah. side. But, um, you know, generally speaking, um, and I'm concluding Cabana Bay in this. This was my least favorite room okay. at Universal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I noticed just from being in there, the room size felt comfortable. But uh, the same with Royal Pacific is that since it doesn't have that same square footage as Portofino, where they cut it off is the bathrooms. And it feels more like just a standard hotel bathroom. Oh, I mean, it's absolutely it's, a standard hotel it's bathroom. It's split, so you have your sink and your vanity in one section, and then the 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 potty and the... Why did I just say that? The potty and the Are you shower. Nine? Why am I saying it again? <laughs> just the coming toilet. out of my potty mouth. Uh, it's, yeah, they're, they're completely split off, so it does lose that to it which is a really nice aspect of portofino but um it didn't seem uncomfortable standing there but that's a shame to hear that no it wasn't it, i'm not gonna, I, I will not say it was an uncomfortable room in terms of like i said it wasn't that i got bad sleep yeah. it wasn't that you know i was like you know disgusted and reviled by it um it just aesthetically was not to my liking i felt like you know when you're charging 300 plus a night for a room um, when you rehab it, don't go on the cheap. And you yeah. absolutely went on the cheap hard rock with these rooms. Um, and if you didn't, you got ripped off. Because this stuff, like I said, there was already wear. I could see wear on, on the furniture. And I remember saying to myself, okay, a year from now, this stuff is going to look like it's 10 years old. And you are in a theme park environment with kids and any parent knows kids are hard on furniture Mm -hmm. and I think that they are going to end up having to do piece by piece rehabs on this, on these rooms a lot more frequently. And because eventually what's going to happen at that price point, people are going to go in, they're going to see this beat up furniture and they're going to start complaining Um, and it's going to affect their reputation. So I, I see that as an issue. But like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say it was grossly uncomfortable and, oh, my God, it yeah. was the worst hotel I've ever stayed in. Not by a long shot. Um, but I will say that of the four properties right now, from an aesthetic standpoint, from a design standpoint, from a comfort standpoint, uh, absolutely it's my fun. least favorite of the four. Okay. Well, let's jump into uh, the pools and recreation and all that area. This is where there. they shine. Um, yeah, I this mean, this is where they shine. Obviously, the big thing is the twelve thousand square foot pool right in the middle of that. Uh, shaped like a guitar, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, shaped like a guitar, and uh, the obviously the big thing, the big draw there is that they have speakers under the water, the underwater sound that system. are actually blasting music all the time. And this is one pool that, as soon as it opens throughout the end of the day you will never not see it busy. Yeah. It's always just it is the mo- At least when I walked around all the different hotels, this was the one that had the most action going on. The, it, I felt like it was the hev- most heavily populated of all of the resort pools. I, I don't know if that's because 
Um, I don't know if the size of the pool is smaller than the other places or not, but I mean, it was rambunctious and there was just kids everywhere. And we'll also keep in mind that there is nothing quiet about this pool. When we were there, the hotel was either sold out or close to sold out. So, well, it definitely felt like that. Like there, this was a very, very busy pool area. And it always is. It always is because as I said before, arguably the most popular resort at Universal so it's always going to be crowded. It's always going to have a lot of people. But the sheer size of the pool itself and the area surrounding it kind of absorbs the crowd yeah. really, really well and disperses the crowd pretty well. Yeah, and they have a, a huge water slide kind mm-hmm. of tucked off to the back, but still a, a big draw for people there. A uh, couple jacuzzis around. And then one thing that always just caught me off guard is there was some volleyball courts the sand ones just kind of placed in there yeah uh i mean it's always got two kids just hitting the ball back and forth and well not for nothing court. portofino has a bocce ball court so but rhino and i got good use out of the bocce ball we, court, did. we played so for quite a quite a while i'd say two thing. or three hours actually yeah. <laughs> another thing about the hard rock hotel uh, pool is it's got that stage that looks right out into the pool area so i mean I, we when we were there it was a dj playing on the stage, but I'm assuming it. I saw some. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do live, live music, music there. Yeah, where you can enjoy it from in the pool. Some, heard it, some really good local bands play there. Actually, yeah. um, Walter and I used to go over there a lot, um, just because there were some great local bands that would play over there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they still do it on the frequency that they used to, but um, that is one thing where this hotel excels is in the entertainment mm-hmm. division uh, because they're a hard rock. Uh, the bar is set a little higher, but I think also because it's a hard rock, they have access to entertainment. You know, um, Velvet Sessions, yeah. something that goes on the last Thursday of every month, I believe it is, right? Yes, the last Thursday every month. Uh, Velvet Sessions takes place in the lobby. It's a hard ticket event. Um, and they bring in these old rock bands. And they've had... You know, I know Billy Squire has been there. I know that Brett Michaels, uh, I think, is one. Brett Michaels has been there. Whole bunch of, you know, I, there's a, the list is a lot more illustrious than the one I just <laughs> rattled off. But um, they get some really cool acts, and you know, these acts put on a mini concert in the lobby, yep. and they're given, you know, they're passing hors d'oeuvres and there are drinks, and you know. It's very much a local scene. A lot of locals go to Velvet Sessions. I've yet to do it. Um, the tickets aren't even that expensive. It's only, I want to say, like $30. It's for, something around there, and that includes yeah. a complimentary cocktail. Exactly. And then you can get the VIP for 60 and you get unlimited cocktails in there, some extra appetizers. Uh, with it, it also comes the free valet parking right. if you're showing up there. Oh, that's and a good deal. They, no, and they play a decent set. And this month, just in case anyone's wondering, it's a flock of seagulls playing See, yeah, on the Yeah, it's pretty 30th. cool. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're a child of the Style 80s. Style my hair up. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, and yeah, no. it's. I ran to get my tickets. <laughs> <laughs> you ran so far away? <laughs> yeah. All right, that's knock all it off. <laughs> I'm at the table now, <laughs> um, uh. but the <laughs> the um, yeah. I, I so I mean the entertainment the entertainment is top notch, really and truly. When you consider that it's a hotel mm-hmm. and there's not a particular venue yeah. for this stuff, it's not like the Hard Rock over in City Walk that actually has. You know, a, a, how many thousand seat? Yeah, around a thousand, two thousand. Yeah, a seat venue, uh, and they pull these things off, and it's awesome. It's awesome. That's the Hard Rock name, getting that. Exactly. You know, um, the Portofino has Ann Smith. God bless her. I love her, <laughs> but you know, she's not a flock of seagulls, um, and maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> but the uh, the whole idea is that that Hard Rock name does open doors. Um, Talking about the pool. Oh, wrong button talking about the pool and um how they've had live music down there i know that portofino and hard rock i'm not sure if uh, royal pacific does it does the movies at the pool in that same location um every night uh or maybe it's select nights yeah, all of them all, of, all the, of them do yeah all of the okay. hotels including cabana bay have what they call the dine in movie nice. every single evening where they feature some blockbuster hit down in the pool area where you can usually either i think in all of them you can watch the movie 
from in the pool. It, the screens are viewable from being in the pool, or they have a setup of lounge chairs where you can kind of, you know, yeah. park it for the night. And if the weather's really nice, it's a very enjoyable way to spend the evening. I absolutely agree. Uh, and there's so much more to do at Hard Rock. Uh, they also have an arcade, so because every and good hotel's got also, to have an arcade. Also, a large number of cabanas available oh, for rent point. around around the pool. And again, we know it, you, uh, Portofino, we were talking about the pool bar. And here again, massive pool bar, lots of seating, lots of tables, uh, lots of table seating, a uh, really nice menu. Um, it's, it's definitely bar food plus. Yeah. And uh, the guys working there were just terrific. Mm. I mean, oh, yeah. just terrific. I think this one was even better than the one at <laughs> He was phenomenal, that guy. The attractive one? The, the, yes, the one you were lusting after. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I told uh, I told him I'll give him a good tip if when Craig comes and sits down and he tells him that he won't serve him a beer because he hates gingers. Oh. Um, he wouldn't and it did happen. Yeah. And he did that. Yeah. And he did it well. He played along pretty good. I, I did. I gave him an extra, I think I gave him an extra 50 bucks yeah. for that. No, it, it wasn't just that he made the joke. Then he actually stuck with it. And after I ordered a beer... He Didn't came back it. with rhinos, and he just completely ignored me. Yeah. So no, I don't serve the gingers. All part, all part of the theming, I guess. And it, it just, you know, it's and again, you know, that kind. Of, there, there is a um, a relaxed professionalism to the staff at this hotel. So, you know, the the rock and roll vibe isn't going to work if you're if you're too stuffy and too straight-laced. So you've got to have that relaxed vibe going on, but at the same time, you've got to be engaging and professional. And still have the service. And it may sound, it's easy to say, it's really hard to accomplish, and they do it so brilliantly. And they do it in all areas of the hotel, whether it were the servers in the restaurants, the people in the front desk, the, the concierge bell services... Uh, the valets, everybody, no matter where you went, it was the only place it wasn't like that, where it was more buttoned up and professional, was uh, the servers at the Palm. Yes. And we'll talk about that. Um, this was this is a little bit of a detail, but we were talking about the theming, and then you brought up the cabanas. I don't know if I just failed to pick up on this at the other hotel places, but at Hard Rock, I noticed that the cabanas that were being rented were themed for rock and roll like and they were themed differently so um one family that was renting a cabana i saw in the back they had hung up a banner for the beatles and the yellow submarine and it looked like the album cover hanging in the background and then in a different cabana there was a i think it was the rolling stones and it was a whole banner hung up back there that looked like one of their album covers yeah and i hadn't noticed that at any of the other cabanas in the um in the other hotels so i don't know if that's something that's exclusive to hard rock but i thought that that was kind of cool they it's again just that little extra touch that maybe really doesn't mean much but it it just gives it a little something that makes it makes it fun it's a neat little detail Mm -hmm. do they have a uh a kids center at hard rock hotel too um yes they they do have a kids um a kids center there camp little rock Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) (laughs) again i didn't i didn't get to see it in action because that's a, a nightly thing um but it I, I peeked through the windows as I did with all of the facilities. It it looked really nice and um, creepy stalker mom. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you're worried about your kids, you want to know where they're going. So, but like I mentioned with the Portofino uh, Bay episode, Camp Little Rock isn't open every single night. The way that the babysitting service works at these hotels is they rotate the location that's open in each of the hotels. So. One night it will be open at Camp Little Rock. Another night it will be open at the Portofino Bay location. And then another night it will have moved to um, South Pacific. So you need to get a schedule. At, South Pacific. Uh, whatever. What is, <laughs> Royal Pacific. That one. <laughs> Sorry. Roger so if you, go to, um, if you go to Concierge, they'll provide you with a schedule with which location is open on which night. So you can pick to put your kid in there on a night that is open at your hotel. Or if that doesn't work for you, just be prepared to take your kids to another location. Yeah. Very good. And then wrapping up the recreational activities, then, of course, they have the Body Rock Fitness Center. And uh, unlike Portofino, Body Rock is free and complimentary if you're staying at the hotel. So 
definitely take advantage of that if you like to stay in shape or just run around the hotel. There's a lot of stuff there to uh, see while you're running around. Uh, highly recommend it. Uh, with that, let's move into the dining because there are some awesome dining experiences and some not so uh, at Hard Rock Hotel. And I want to just get the big boy out of the way first for uh, dinner. Uh, for dinner, the Palm Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, their flagship restaurant inside the hotel that's technically it's not a flagship because it's it's a steakhouse chain although i only think there's two of them no no no, no. there's several there's of more? them there's several of them um there's two in new york alone oh, okay um the palm is a nationwide chain of steakhouses and uh you know i have to say that you know i've eaten at the ones in new york um very good always had a good experience uh, and there were times I had a good experience at the Palm at the Hard Rock as well. Um, and while the dinner we had wasn't bad, um, it wasn't, you know, those of the, are the Disney fans, you know, talk about Yachtsman. You look at a steakhouse, you know, for us, Yachtsman comes to mind. This place does not compare to Yachtsman at all. Uh, it's not even in the same league. They try to be, they act like they are, but they're not. Um, a couple of months before we had done this, uh, I'd had dinner there with some friends. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you that it was absolutely atrocious, I ended up not eating. That's because the by the time they got my steak right, the other people at my table were finished eating. And at that point, I said, take it off the bill. I don't even want it because I'm not going to sit here and eat a meal by myself. You're a steakhouse. You can't cook a medium steak. Had to send it back twice because they couldn't get it right. And what I do with steaks is I will cut them down the middle so that they do not cook the same steak again. Do not put it back on the grill. I want you to make me another steak. You got it wrong. You pay for it. Give me another steak. At this, at these prices, you're going to get it right. And you're a damn steakhouse. If you can't cook the meal right, you can't cook the steak right, you're not a good steakhouse. Um, so I, the experience we had certainly wasn't as bad as that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I finished the meal and went, ugh. And when you're paying, you know, depending, you're going to pay 75 to to $100 a person to eat dinner here. This is not a cheap place. I don't want to walk away going, eh. Here's the thing with with uh, uh, with the Palm. I've always, in the in the handful of times that I've been there, they always do really good with, like, the side dishes that they have. They're, you know, these really, like, hearty side dishes that they bring out for everybody. And then, um, you know, all their appetizers and stuff have been really good. But I... I always wonder if my steak is going to be good or not because yeah. it's either going to be really good or it's not going to be good at all. And on this last occasion, it was like, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, I, and then I've, before, I've had a really good one. Part of our issue with that one was that it ended up being like a three-hour dinner. It yeah, was they took so. Time to make our well, that was the other thing is the service was very um, has always been very. We slow. were the la- we closed it out. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it, it was one of those occasions where we were in good company and we all just kind of laughed. I was gonna say I had a we lot were, of fun. Yeah, we were take we took the time to actually look around at all the caricatures that are on the wall, <laughs> and that's one of the the staples. Well, of one it. of the and, things that I know I, I I finally caught on to uh, <laughs> that time was that <clears throat> excuse me. Um, you know, those of you who are familiar with the Hollywood Brown Derby and those characters that are up in the, on the wall, those are famous people. Uh, if you've ever been to Sardi's in New York, those characters on the wall are all famous people. <laughs> the ones, there's a couple of famous people, but these are people who have paid to have their characters put up on the wall. <laughs> Some of them are a little sad. <laughs> and so, yeah, and it's... It's like, you know, oh, Bill and Michelle Henderson. Who the hell are you? <laughs> and why am I staring at an, a really bad drawing of you? Um, you know, and then this is other one. And you can put this up because I included this in the, the gallery. And when you put pictures in, I want you to make sure this picture goes up. 
I'm pretty sure there's a character of Adolf Hitler <laughs> over the check-in desk. And I've looked at, like, all the words around it trying to see if there was some, like, you know, maybe it was a 1940s thing and they were making fun of Hitler. But I don't get the joke or the reference. Or maybe it's not Hitler. Maybe it's supposed to be somebody who worked there and he looked like Hitler. I don't know. But to me, there is a big old Hitler right over the hostess stand. And I'm like, what is up with Hitler serving steak. <laughs> Welcome, and you know, was, I, was is, the pans is, are special? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, but you know, and again, but I will say this: while the service is slow, the servers themselves are incredibly nice yeah. and incredibly friendly, and really do try. I think there's it has a lot more to do with their kitchen than yeah. it has to do. Mm-hmm. I think they're busier than they can handle. I think their kitchen probably isn't either well staffed or well trained enough to handle the volume of what they do, and I think I, I get the feeling that if you're in there on a slow night, you're going to have a much better experience. Uh, the both times that I've been there this year, it has been packed, and I mean, when we walked into that restaurant, it was so full and so loud you could barely hear the person oh, yeah. next yeah. to you talking because um, it's a very cavernous kind of environment. Absolutely. It's weird. It doesn't look like it should be that loud, but it is. And it didn't help that we had like a table next to us of loud talkers. Who and there, the birthday, the giant I just realized, yeah, there was like nineteen birthdays <laughs> yeah, well, as yeah. we were in. Yes, everyone yes. had a Cake birthday. Every two minutes was coming out of that thing. <laughs> so obnoxious. So you know, there's the palm. Now, by contrast, the kitchen. Yeah. Um, I got to tell you. This is one of those hidden gems. Yeah. Well, and when he says the kitchen, he means that there's a restaurant called The Kitchen. Yes, there's a restaurant at the Hard Rock called The Kitchen. It is downstairs um, uh, on the pool level. It's right outside the pool, actually. And it's, I got to tell you something. I've eaten there several times this year. And every single experience, with the exception of the one breakfast we had, which was a sadness breakfast. Yeah, it was. Um, with, the, with the exception of that. Uh, every lunch and dinner I've had there has been has been outstanding, outstanding, oh, yeah. really, really, really good food, and great service. Friendly again, friendly. I mean, service that's good to the point where you actually notice how good it is, and you know that's nice to see. Some of the stuff I complain about with with Disney is that we don't see that as much as we used to, but I see it a lot at these resorts over at over at Universal. Yeah. I, I love the kitchen. Uh, the whole vibe and the whole point behind it is kind of like it's the kitchens of the rock stars or whatever they would want to feel like whenever they're being served. And uh, it's, it's comfort food, a lot of comfort food. Yeah. You'll find stuff like meatloaf, but just with a little twist added onto it and in very big portions too, as well. That's that's definitely a staple of the kitchen. It's also notice portions. Also notice the chef jackets that are on display around mm-hmm. this restaurant that have the names of different celebrities. That is not just a prop. Uh, when these celebrities visited the hotel and went to the kitchen, they actually went back and prepared a dish. Yep. <laughs> and when they did that, they get this. They get the chef's jacket with their name on it that gets put up. Um, so it, it kind of so cool. It is very, yeah. really, yeah. really cool. And the rest of the rest of the restaurant has a lot of photos of people who have visited, like celebrities yep. that have visited the uh, the restaurant itself. And so that's kind of lining the rest of the walls, which is cool to see that this is actually a really popular place for those kind of folks. Oh, I I mean it's great, and it's open for all three meals. <laughs> so you have breakfast, lunch, dinner. They even do a a small plate period between like three and five where you know it's in that in-between time dinner hasn't started yet but it lunch is over that you can go in and get it but yeah we've had a couple business lunches over there yeah. and it's been amazing every time we had a really great dinner there with uh your family mm-hmm. back whenever they were in there and uh just you can't say enough good things about it in the the giant cake two the, pounds of cake yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes literally that, 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 literally that, two pounds of cake disgusting in the best possible sense cake um that i was served with a silver i know spoon. i put the, i put that up on facebook oh yeah it was we'll find it somewhere it's ridiculous <laughs> and it's like this massive massive pe- and it was delicious it was absolutely delicious yeah. um it's so good and then they also do a uh, a character meal there every now and then apparently with simpsons characters from what i'm seeing interesting so 
Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and then in terms of other dining, the uh, we already mentioned the pool bar, the outside section uh, yeah. that's incredible. Can't say much more about that. But then Emac and Bolio's. You're you're a fan of Emac and Bolio's. Can you speak on it for just a little bit of time? Okay, so this is one of the things where we keep going back to theming. And one of the things I love about these resorts is that they take the theming and put it in areas where you might not necessarily expect it. And in this case, um, you would think that you're just going into a place and getting some ice cream. But the story behind uh, the ice cream joint, I don't know what to call it, um, has a rock and roll background where they're in Boston. This was a real thing. E. Mac and Bolio's is a brand of ice cream that started back in Boston by some lawyers who would represent celebrities. And um, I guess a while back, I don't know if this is still the case now, but there used to be laws in place that would um, prohibit people staying out past a certain hour. You had to kind of be indoors and on lockdown. Well, after these um, celebrities, rock stars, were done with their gigs, they had no place to go. So their lawyers started this ice cream business in their basements where their clients could come and enjoy, um, you know, a snack, kind of like unwind from their gigs. And um, they began to create ice creams uh, and name them after their clients and so on and so forth. So that's the story behind the Emac and Bolio's brand. I think that it's genius that they brought it to the Hard Rock Hotel. And it's the, incredible. I didn't even know that story. The, yeah, that's cool. The product is really good. I had some of the ice cream. It's delicious. And they have some really unique combinations that they've uh, that you can choose from. And like I said, each one is themed after a particular celebrity. Then they've got toppings that you can choose from. They've got a number of cone styles that you can choose from. And it's this is where the really, Starbucks is. Yes. Uh, In that yeah. same Mm-hmm. Down, yeah, down at the very bottom. Um, you can come in, kind of, you know, from the pool area, you know, around the. Bend. It's at the bottom of that main staircase. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. when you the come into the lobby, lobby yeah, with the saxophone, um, the big main yeah. staircase. Yeah. It also has, you know, yeah, little snacks and you know, well, hard rock, Mame and hard rock. You know, yeah, Mame was a hard rock musical. <laughs> Angela Lansbury. It's fine. So part of it is kind of like the little convenience store that every hotel seems to have. Like if you want a soda or a bag yeah. of chips, that's also there. But the but the main part of it is this Emac and Bolio's area, and it's just a really neat little touch. I love it that it's themed from something that is actually a part of rock and roll history in a very minor way that they were able to bring that in. I just, it kind of, I don't know. I'm just so tickled by it. I'm just disappointed that our resident Massachusetts ite I told, has no idea about it. I told but. you I was reading the sign that I thought it said Massachusetts repeatedly. And then I finally, when I was watching the video I took and I was like, this is Massachusetts. Like a moose, <laughs> and I and I thought I'm an idiot, and and now you're telling me the story, and I was like, maybe I'm not an idiot. No, it's uh, I I believe it's from Boston. Yeah, lawyers, lawyers making ice cream. Well, one of my suggestions would be for breakfast. Honestly, um, in this place where uh, what is it, Emac and Bolio, mm-hmm. uh, where the Starbucks is. Uh, in the morning, they have grab and go breakfast sandwiches, and they were delicious. They were great. Um, the kitchen was a kind of a disappointment for breakfast. So I ended up just getting my breakfast, my coffee and everything there. Um, and so that's what I, I would recommend. I would recommend skip the kitchen for breakfast, lunch and dinner though. Don't miss it. Awesome. So as we're kind of winding down with this, uh, what's some of our favorite things? What are our overall opinions of this? This time I'm going to start with Dustin. Well, I actually have a favorite thing in this hotel. Well, I don't know if it's my absolute favorite thing in this hotel. We just haven't mentioned it uh, so far. There's a really cool area um, by the Velvet Lounge off the lobby. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a uh, like a balcony area that overlooks the pool. Yes. It's a really cool place to hang out, have drinks. They even have like uh, some of the tables are smoking tables, which appeals to me. And uh, it, it's just a really nice place to have because a drink. He often catches fire. I do, I do. <laughs> um, it's a, it's a like the book. Um, it's a cool place to hang out, have a drink, and overlook the pool, um, and hear the kids screaming or listen to Harry Potter playing. Um, yeah. Did you want my general impression of the hotel yeah, give as me well? Your general impression. Okay. Too. Well, I did stay there. Um, I feel like there's a dichotomy in this hotel. I feel like. The hotel itself, all of the common areas 
really appeal to me and would be in terms of the theming and would be very, very, very close to Portofino as my favorite. It's getting up there. I, it appeals to me. It's my sense of style and things that I like. Yeah. Completely thrown off by the room. I feel like they went one route of rock and roll in the room, and that was like the Disney Channel tween uh, has a fake rock band versus <laughs> um, something a little simpler and, and classy. So there's that that doesn't work for me, but the rest of the hotel I really, really love. What, what do you mean? You don't like Joe Bros? I, I don't you don't like Joe Bro? What is Joe Bro? Camp Rock, man. Oh, Camp Rock. Well, that's the vibe I was (laughs) referencing. It doesn't mean I've seen the movie. Um, So, um, oh, Jonas Brothers. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Okay. All right. Um, So, yeah, that's my my impression of it. You know, there's, again, like I said with Portofino, there's little things here and there, but nothing that just screams out to me as a huge negative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. but there are little things, and we've talked about them throughout the course of this episode. Um, I just don't like the room. I, I, I just I don't. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Uh, JL, why don't you give me your brief opinion? Not staying there, obviously, yeah. but just as a day guest. Yeah, I was going to say I haven't stayed there, so I... a day walker. <laughs> no, that's him. Take my opinion for for what it is, having not stayed there. Um, it's a fun place to be, and. One of the we didn't talk about this either. Well, no, you mentioned it. Throughout the hotel is the rock and roll paraphernalia, which I enjoy looking at and um, learning about. There's, it's fun, but I would say it's not going to be my first pick, and that's that's even with it being the closest resort. I'm that's a big selling point for parents. Mm-hmm. When you're leaving that park and it is the end of the day, you just want to get back to the hotel. You don't want to have to really wait for a bus if you don't have to. Same thing with a boat. It can get, you know, really exhausting. You just want to get your kids in bed. And the Hard Rock Hotel is the most accessible. And that's a big, big selling point for it. But even with that in mind, um, if I had my choice of all of the resorts at Universal, this wouldn't be the one that was top priority for me. Okay. Rhino. Um... I yeah I I didn't really experience the room other than just taking the video and the pictures and stuff but um I mean I I liked it, it it's got a laid back feel it doesn't feel like it's very ex- expansive when it comes to the hotel like we talked about how it's all very close together you can't really get lost in there I I I think I had a lot of my favorite bonding moments in this hotel though throughout our trip so I might be getting sometimes I might the rest of the stuff takes a back seat to that like, you're being sentimental, sentimental. but that's yeah. important yeah, though and, yeah. and that like, is important I loved the experience of the palm with everybody and, and I don't but it's funny like I don't necessarily remember I remember the food but I don't it didn't it didn't stick with me as much as like just laughing and having a great time and then we went out and um watch the boats that, because you guys did the night photography stuff out at Portofino across the street and like so I really liked that and then I also really liked when we like hung out at the bar and Eli was with us and then we went up and then we went up to that upstairs area you were talking about I, yeah. I think we had a great like we literally like four times that night we're like alright it's getting late time to go getting late time to go and next thing you know it was like 3.30 in the morning yeah it was crazy <laughs> and the staff was like get out <laughs> um, but uh, so I I don't know. So for me, I think maybe I I'm getting a lot of that vibe. Like I had a lot of really good times there that I was like, yeah. The cool, hangout factor is very important. I yeah, mean, it is. Well, yeah. No, absolutely. I think one of the the best things about this place is there are a lot of places a lot of places you can just walk around, get lost in, and hang out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just I mean that's what I do. I'll spend some time walking around. I'll look at this Elvis's jumpsuit and then. Look at this random thing hanging on the wall. And then before you know it, you're in a place where you're not that familiar with. But there's always some sort of comfortable seating everywhere around the Hard Rock Hotel for some reason. Oh, yeah. And I don't understand why <laughs> there's so much. I, I, I noticed in the lobby when I went back to take another uh, video, they have like these you can lay down like it's a couch like a like you go to a therapist like that kind of a couch there and it's specifically there. there's a pillow and everything and it's like a lay down area it's in the video you'll see fantastic <laughs> what do you think craig uh my opinion of it obviously i'm also 
in the stretch of uh, I, I haven't stayed there before. The look of the rooms doesn't bother me a ton, but I've only spent minutes in there. So I can understand after being in there and sitting and staring from your bed at some of this crap that it could start to get overwhelming after a while. Uh, I hate kids. Uh, it's nothing personal, kids. Uh, but them running around drives me insane. So this hotel should bother me more than it does. But for some reason, it doesn't just because there's enough distractions and things that I want to do while walking around there that it doesn't doesn't really get to me. Uh, I, I mentioned it about Portofino that it's a really good place that you can kind of walk around and just get a get a feel for it without having to stay there. I would say the same thing about Hard Rock, maybe even more, though, that, you know, it, at least just walk around and see some of that memorabilia. Yeah. Take in the kitchen if it's at lunch or dinner and get a, get a feel for the hotel that way. And that's that's my opinion on it. I like it. I want to stay there still. And I'm excited to one day. But Pete, do you want to? Yeah. Um you know what Rhino was saying is a, is a really good point that you know your your opinion is swayed certainly by the experience that you had with your family or your friends uh, at that at that resort and that's absolutely the experience that all of our listeners and viewers and site visitors have. Um, it's impossible for us to review that, you yeah. know. Um, and I think over the years I've learned how to, because I agree. I mean, we had a great time at dinner and we had a great time hanging out. That's where I got to meet Eli and yeah. got to know him, which was awesome. Um, I think I've learned that how to separate that out. And I, I try and for myself, try and think of, okay, what are the elements? Because I can't review what somebody's experience is going to be. Mm -hmm. We don't, we can't, we can just say, okay, this is what I noticed. And some people may think we're nitpicky or that I'm nitpicky, and I am. I am nitpicky. But I go back to this. You're being asked to spend a lot of money to do this. And I want you to go in with the information. I don't think anyone should make a decision to stay or not stay, eat or not eat, visit or not visit anything based on what we say. I think this should be one piece of information based on a much larger volume of research that you do in figuring out what's right for you and your family. I can give you my opinion. I can give you my experience based on a snapshot in time. And that's all that these are. Uh, with that being said, in this particular snapshot in time, I felt the rooms were underwhelming. And that's unfortunate. I think the hotel itself is phenomenal. I think it's a beautiful property. I think it's incredibly well-maintained, and I actually think it's incredibly well-run. You know, again, one of the things that you get to know when you, when you review hotels and you visit so many of them, you get to tell re really, really quick if the management of the hotel is really good or not. And this ma management of this hotel, and I don't know who they are, but whoever's running this hotel knows exactly what he or she is doing. Um, and you can see that. I, my, issue, my issue with the room was mainly aesthetic. And I think Dustin nailed it. It's a 14-year-old girl's bedroom if she's into rock and roll. Um, and I am not, a, I am not either four, a 14-year-old girl or into rock and roll in that way. So um, obviously it's not going to appeal to me. For some people, they will be able to overlook that. It was the first thing I noticed when I walked in the door. When my first experience walking to a room is... Ugh, <laughs> um, that doesn't. That's not going to bode well for the rest of the stay. And that first ten seconds that you walk into a lobby, that first ten seconds that you walk into a room, is pretty much going to determine what your opinion of this place is going to be for the remainder of your stay. Um, you don't get a second chance at first impressions with stuff like that. And I think they went in the wrong direction with this redesign. Um, I think the palm needs some work in the kitchen. I think the kitchen does a great job. Um, the restaurant, the kitchen, because I realize <laughs> yeah, that could sound yeah. very confusing. Um, I think they do a great job avoiding for breakfast. I think the pool is the best one at Universal, and I think it rivals the best ones at Disney. I don't think it beats Storm Along Bay, but I think it's a close second. Um, I think the the staff of this hotel is top notch again. Um, just an awesome, friendly, engaging staff. And it does have that feel that you're really not cool enough to stay here, but we'll let you anyway. Um, 
and it is not my it, it it really is at this point my my least my least favorite of the four um based on the things that i said but uh i am definitely in the minority there because this is as i said arguably the most popular resort at universal um, but i would and i wouldn't discourage anyone from staying there like i said just take this information and do with it what you will but i uh I'm not particularly moved to want to stay there again. Um, not right now. I'd much rather stay, you know, try out Royal Pacific again because it's been a little while. And, you know, you never have to twist my arm to go back to Portofino. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I would like to stay at Cabana. I haven't stayed there yet. Yeah. Can, um, I, ask you, can I ask you guys a question? Um, in terms of, like, I, so I would recommend the same thing, at least for me. Stay at a different hotel, but then go hang out at the Hard Rock like yeah. all the rest of you did because you seem to have a great experience doing that, Rhino. What's the deal with uh, uh, the going in between the pool pools? Hopping. It's yeah. allowed. Yeah. Okay. I guess we forgot to mention that too last time. Yeah, pool hopping's allowed at all of them. It's not heavily uh, promoted. They don't right. tell you just go bang around, but yeah, you can go pool hop if you're staying yeah, at your resort resorts. guest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's open. Cool. So you can go over to spend the day at Hard Rock and use the pool. And it's, yeah. it's the perfect way to get an idea. Stay, you know, if it's your first time, stay at one of them. Get a feel for the others. You'll probably end yeah. up at one of the other ones the next time you come back. Smart. And, you know, it's something new on a vacation. Something that doesn't happen all the time. Uh, any other final thoughts? No. No? Nope. nope. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, that's going to do it for this special Universal Land and Sea episode. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about Royal Pacific Resort. But until then, thanks for watching. And remember, Hard Rock is universal.